right, everybody. Welcome back to Awesome Sauce. Uh, my name is Doug Gonterman. And I'm Connor Gonterman. And we are your hosts. Uh, we want to start off this podcast by, I guess, a quick apology because it's taken us a little while to get back to this because we've had things like spring break, baseball, home projects, life, that kind of stuff. But I think this podcast will be worth the wait because if we do this one right, hopefully it's going to uh, increase your happiness. Right, Rue? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that the International Day of Happiness was March 20th? No. Yeah. They actually have a day that's like a day of happiness. So before we start this podcast, which by the way is, you know, I mean, I think the official title is In Search of the Happiest Place on Earth which we all know is Disney. I don't even know why they had to do a study, but they did. Um, but it's also happiness. Is it a state of mind or is it a place? And I think what we're going to try to do is just explore happiness and try to learn some things and see what we can add into our own lives to make ourselves happier. So, But my question, I guess, first is for us. What makes us happy? Can we identify some small things that make us happy? What about you? Sports. Sports make you happy? Um, for me, I love writing because you know I'm a writer. I love writing. I love coffee. Let's take a sip of my coffee while I was saying. What about you? Anything else? Uh, probably music, right? For you? Yeah. Yeah. Getting really good at the piano. Um, what else? I like reading. I think Me you do. Yeah, I think you do too. Um, as much as we like to complain about it, I think I do enjoy it. Like when we were on vacation back a few weeks back when we went on a hike and mom makes us go on these hikes and sometimes they're longer than we'd like. I think I enjoy the hikes. You? No. <laughs> okay. All right. So first of all, we're going to start this podcast with First of all, I want to mention the International Day of Happiness was March 20th. I don't remember what I was doing on March 20th, but I'm, maybe I was happy. Um, a few days before the International Day of Happiness, the World Happiness Report came out. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have heard that before. I think I've heard it. But, you know, you hear it and then you kind of just move on. You know, okay, it's Finland, it's... Denmark, it's Iceland, it's the Netherlands, whatever. And then you just kind of move on, right? What's wrong? You going to sneeze? Oh, we might get a sneeze live on the podcast. Hold on. Nope, it's going away. Okay. <laughs> but I think we all just kind of move on. And so what I wanted to do for this podcast is to dig into this happiness. How do they rank these guys, these countries, and what can we learn from them? Okay, so first we're going to go through the top 10. All right. All right, I'm going to go through this pretty quickly. I'm going to ask you first, where do you think uh, the U.S. ranked? Number 15. That is actually, did you look at it? Mm -hmm. Oh, you did? It was in my magazine. Actually, we did not. We came in Wait. number 16. Oh, Good no. guess, but, who, but guess who came in number 15? Canada? Yeah, Canada was number 15. Ah, those Canadians. It's just because they're nicer than us. Okay, so we're going to start. Yeah. They are nicer, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, they're pretty good at hockey, too. Okay. So here we go. Number 10. 
I have to go through these pretty quick. There's a couple facts associated with them. New Zealand was number 10 on the list this year. It says Kiwis are famously happy and they're friendly, which stems from satisfaction at work and socially. Okay. Israel, number nine. So this is interesting. Part of the reason they ranked number nine was the country's response to the pandemic and still a lot more government trust among citizens. It was the, one of the first nations to successfully vaccinate a large percentage of its population. It also says Israel also happens to be one of the healthiest countries in the world with the lowest number of diet-related deaths in the world. So they're very healthy. So that contributes to happiness, right? Okay, number eight, Norway. I have nothing to say about Norway. Nothing. Didn't we? Wasn't it Norway when we were playing the NHL where we had the Norway polar bears or something like that? That was our... Yeah. So that's a little side note for us. That was our hockey team, the Norway polar bears. Um, don't even know if polar bears exist in Norway. Um, number seven, Sweden. Some interesting facts about Sweden. 16 months of paid family leave that can be split between parents after a new child is welcome to the family and they get free daycare. That doesn't mean much to you. To me as a parent, what? That's crazy. 16 months. Okay, number six is Luxembourg. It's a very small country. They have a mandatory five weeks of vacation time for everybody, even if you just start a new job. That's pretty good. Uh, Netherlands. The Netherlands, it says they're always right here about number five. They never changed. Happiness levels have barely changed between 2005 and 2021. So it's a pretty stable place. Number four, Switzerland. So interestingly about Switzerland, they have what is called a system of direct democracy. What that means is Everything is voted on. Everything. So, for example, how many vacation days workers should have? How many immigrants can come in the country? Referendums, uh, right down to local level anyway. Um, so they say that involvement is what makes them happy. Number three, Iceland. You know, I used to get Iceland and Greenland confused. You know how I remember them now? Iceland has no snow and right. Greenland has all the snow. Right. They're the opposite. So Iceland is more green and green is more ice. Mm -hmm. So Iceland is a beautiful place. Denmark. Um, number Denmark. What? Hold on. I'm still on number three. <laughs> Are oh, you wait. cheating? No. Oh, okay. Iceland, perhaps it has something to do with the fact they can always escape to a city, to a countryside that looks like another planet. That's what it says. I don't know. Number two, Denmark. Rates near the top. In all reported metrics, life expectancy, social support, and generosity. Okay, and for the sixth year in a row, we don't really have drum rolls. We do have a drum set right there. But there you go. For the sixth year in a row, number one on the happiness world, world happiness report is Finland. Finland. It says the country consistently rakes among the top education systems in the world. Occasionally, it's beaten out by countries like South Korea, J Japan, and Singapore, but it's always among the top. Much of the success comes from a widespread reverence for teachers who are required to have a master's degree. Their education is state-funded, by the way. And a system that focuses less on quantitative testing and more on experimental learning and equal opportunity. Here's an interesting fact that I found as I was doing this research, which I guess we should know this, but I'm not great at geography in that region. Finland shares a border with Russia, okay? Do you know where Russia came in? Hmm. Last? 
Not last, but they came in at number 80. Very close to the bottom. Who was last? And they shared a border with number one. That shows you that it has to do with the people, the government, the culture, stuff like that. It's right there in the same region. So it really, you know. Anyway, um, you know what? I'm glad you asked. That's very next on my list. All right. Ranking last, and we need mean no disrespect that we didn't do this list. Afghanistan ranked as the unhappiest country in the world with Lebanon, Zimbabwe, Rwanda, and Botswana rounding out the bottom five. Okay, so so what do you think is going on in Finland? Why are they so happy? I don't know. I picture them having ice hotels and drinking their mochas and their ice hotels are hot mochas. Um, they probably have shawls or pelts wrapped around them. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Huh? What's a shawl? Remember my friend Rick bought me a shawl because I'm always cold. It's a thing you wrap around your shoulders. Don't tell anybody about that. Okay. Um, okay. So I wanted to first understand. So the world happiness report. So I want to tell a little bit about it. It's reported. It's compiled by an international team of researchers. They use data collected from 100,000 people in 137 countries who were asked to rank their satisfaction with their lives on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay, and so after digging into this and reading a ton of articles, actually, it's, you know, whenever I do these things, Ru, I usually end up, you can see how many pages I have. There's a lot, right? Yeah. It's usually probably three or four times that. I have to edit it down to figure out what's the most relevant and what I think our listeners would like. So after doing that and reading all these explanations as to why the Fens are so happy, it came down to four things, I think. And I think you're going to be surprised by these four things. Are you ready? Number yeah. one, nature. They're very connected to nature. Number two, coffee. I don't know. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm pretty happy. We'll get to that in just a second. You're going to, this number three is going to blow your mind. You know Papa does this. Saunas. Saunas. Okay. And then there's number four, which I didn't know what this was. And I, I, I'm, I, you probably won't. It's called Sisu. No. Okay, we're going to get to that. Okay, but let's talk about each of these things in order. Okay, so nature. Finns are very connected to nature and make time for it. 75% of Finland is covered by vast green forest. In addition to the 187,000 lakes, 187,000, it has 187, and it is the world's largest archipelago. You know what that means, archipelago? No. That means like a bunch of islands and stuff together, so clustered together. So that is the world's largest archipelago. Um, more free time. Oh, this was a quote. More free time for ourselves and our loved ones is one of the things that make us extremely happy. Speaking of time off, employees are entitled to plenty of paid holidays and vacation days, and many Finns take four weeks off during summer months. That's actually a very European thing to take summer off, so they, it's very consistent that. Um, according to experts at Helsinki-based Alto University, a key is smart urban planning that provides quick, easy access to green spaces that help to reduce stress and promote physical activity. Which I think you said... Did you say that earlier or when we were talking about it? Um, exercise makes you happy? Yeah. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. 
you know what I tell people when they I talk to them about my Peloton is um, it's not so much about happiness, but it is in a way. People think, oh, I don't have the energy to go and do exercise, right? But what do you get when you exercise? You get energy, right? You need some energy right now. What's happening over there? I don't know. Are you having a sugar crash? <laughs> but I think of it as whenever I think about do I want to ride the bike, I think about it from the opposite direction. I don't think about, oh, I don't have the energy to ride. I think, do I need energy right now? Because I think of when I work out, when I ride a bike, whatever, whenever I go outside to do stuff, it's going to give me energy. So I have to think of myself, do I need energy right now? And if I do, I go do it. So anyway, that's just a different way of looking at things. All right, so that's nature. They're very connected to nature. They get a lot of time off. They spend time in nature. They go hiking and stuff. Number two is coffee, right? Fins drink. Are you ready for this? Fins drink 10 cups of coffee per day. That's a lot. That is a lot. So, and the interesting thing is, and I think I can sum this up without really reading this. Um, so, fins are a naturally quiet culture. They value silence. They, they just don't talk much. They keep to themselves. And so, um, and I think this is going to help to explain the song a little bit too. They create these these times that they do talk. And so, like with coffee, it allows them to come together and talk, right? Um, it says, and this is a quote from this guy, business analyst, finished business analyst and writer, Andre Noel Chakar. He says, in the work and social environment, people don't talk to each other that much. Silence is a driver of the society. It's a quiet culture. Silence and privacy are respected, but fins need social contact and a good excuse is to say, let's have a cup of coffee. So that's what it's there for. And so it allows them to kind of talk. Okay. So the same kind of thing with the sauna and this is pronounced sauna, 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 sauna. That's how they pronounce it. There's a funny quote in here. I'm going to read it to you in just a second. Oh yeah, here it is. Okay. So the same guy, Chalker, Chacker, however you say his name, he says, quote, sauna is like the great social equalizer in Finland. You are naked among your peers. It doesn't matter if you're CEO, CEO or a blue collar worker or a teacher. <laughs> when you're naked in the sauna, you're at the same level of your peers. So he's basically saying they're all equal and there's no, you know, like here, I think, you know, CEOs may not necessarily associate with some of those others, but, um, uh, let's see, but the sound is also a place where silence is important and that suits people who are reputedly the most introverted in the world. So, okay. Okay. So that brings us to Sisu. Um, the best way to describe this is it's an attitude. Okay. And, and mainly an attitude towards facing challenges. Um, Again, this chakra says, it's a mix of guts, determination, courage, a state of mind that has made the country survive. That's what Sisu is for the uh, Fens. He says, pointing to the toughness and resilience displayed in staying finished during more than 800 years under Swedish rule, then another century of Russian control after independence a century ago has some... After independence a century ago has come civil war, war against the Soviet Union, and another where the Finns forced the German army out at the end of World War II. So they, they say as a, as a culture, they have the sisu about them. They fight. 
They fight for their country. One thing that's turned the country around is massive investment in people, education, research, and development. Chalker says there's a thirst for invention. There are 30 patents registered for every 100,000 people here, 30 times more than the North American level. There's a passion for invention and a passion for education. So because we're talking about Finland, I feel like it's important that I mention this. And I think we just touched on it a little bit with that Sisu definition. But there's something called the Finnish miracle. In the 1950s, this is pretty amazing. So what is this? This is 2023? Yeah. And for the last six years, they've been number one on the world happiness scale. So since, uh, what is that, 2017? And they were at the top before that, let's face it. Um, in the 1950s, Finland was a poor agrarian nation, battered by wars to expel both the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany from their country. In less than 50 years, Finland has become one of the wealthiest and at most advanced countries in the world. In addition to ranking consistently at the top of the World Happiness Report, Newsweek magazine named Finland the best in the world based upon education, health, political environment, economic competitiveness, and quality of life. So there you go. That's Sisu, and that's the Finnish miracle. There's going to be a quiz after this on that. Finnish miracle. Sisu. Do you have Sisu? I don't know what it is. What? Well, make me go back and read it. It's a mix of guts, determination, courage, a state of mind that makes you just determined to do something. Determination. I think it's like determination kind of thing. Sisu. Okay, so now you know. Okay, so I that that's the top 10. We know we kind of explored a little bit why Finland was uh, number one. What I wanted to do is, after that, I went and did some research as to what psychologists recommend to make you happier to see if it fits with what we're finding in Finland. And this is what I found. I found an article in, a, in Psychology Today, and it said, to be happy, you need to concentrate on the 10, these 10 things. Let me see. Yeah. Number one, worry about things you can change. We are not in control of everything. Number two, be pre proactive and reactive. Uh, be proactive, not reactive. If something bothers you, do something about it. Number three. So this is, again, going back to Finland. Get outside. Preferably in nature with trees, flowers, birds, and animals. All these make humans happy. If you can't, bring nature to you. A plant or a window box. A view of trees or nature from a hospital bed has been shown scientifically to speed up recovery. There you go. Hmm. Number four, contact. We all need human interaction. But you must be available for this. Make overtures to other humans. Say hello on your walk or comment on the weather. Be friendly and this will be returned. Number five, realize that small things are actually big things. It is the patchwork of small events and comforts that make up our life. A conversation here, a cup of coffee, a glimpse of a robin, the scent of roses, a good book, a friendly wave. Number six, belonging. Humans need to belong to something. To feel they're part of something bigger. This can be your family, religious group, volunteer program, a book group, your friends, etc. Being part of a community gives us purpose. Number seven, gratitude. Be grateful for what you have. If you think you have nothing, imagine a hurricane takes everything you have and you're naked and alone. Now recognize that is not the case and you have some things. Gratitude for what we have and recognition of that is good for our mental health and makes us happier. Limit your exposure to social media and news channels. Do you know that I do not listen to any news? 
I don't watch news on TV. I made that decision probably five, six years ago. I was like, I don't, I don't want to hear this news. And then when some people ask me, hey, do you hear about this? I'm like, nope. <laughs> and it's made me happier because I can guarantee you. Um, too much of either has been shown to raise anxiety levels and reduce happiness. Okay, and we just talked about this. Take care of yourself physically. If you put the wrong fuel in your car, what happens? Doesn't run well. Feed yourself well. Get enough rest. Take regular, moderate exercise. Do things or mix with people who make you laugh. Number 10. I thought this was a pretty good one. Be kind to yourself and others. Lose that critical voice in your head that tells you tells you off or calls you an idiot. Instead, cultivate a nurturing voice, one of encouragement and kindness, the way you would talk to a friend or beloved pet or a small child. Okay, so one last footnote from the happiness report, which I thought was interesting. This year's report found remarkable worldwide growth in three acts of kindness. Helping strangers, volunteering, and donations. All those were up in every part of the world, reaching levels almost 25% above their pre-pandemic levels. This is according to John Hellowell, professor of the University of British Columbia and the editor of the World Happiness Report. So that's it, Rue. So what, I guess I want to finish, close this podcast out by asking ourselves, what can we do to make ourselves happier after learning this stuff? Go to Finland. <laughs> well, we could do that. I would like to make a trip to Finland. How about you? Yeah. Maybe we kind of put that on our list of things to do. I know this summer we've already got a vacation planned where we're going maybe you know across the U.S. kind of stuff. But maybe next summer we go to Europe. Um, so what are some other things, though? We talked about, so we could probably do more hikes. I think one of the things that I don't do very well that I could probably do better at is um, making sure I have quiet time for myself. You know, whether it's reading, just because I think that's something the Finns, they value their quiet. And I think that's something that we could do. You and I like to read, so maybe it's a matter of us just kind of really taking time to be and find this quiet place and read regularly. So, um, I think the keys are nature, exercise. What else? Coffee. And coffee. Yes, drink your coffee. You're not old enough to drink coffee, but when you are, don't drink the fruit free drinks from Starbucks because that's going to affect you physically. Just if you can just drink coffee, I know I, I was always one I never liked it because black coffee just to me does not taste good. All right, well, I guess that's it. Yeah, um, did this podcast make you happy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. I, I, I appreciate you uh, tuning in. Catch you next time on the next episode. Of awesome sauce. Say see you. See you. Yeah, we'll see you. Bye. <laughs>